Welcome everybody to the next edition of the Pioneer Podcast presented by Centura Health. In this episode, we are joined by the head coach of our women's tennis program, Christian Bass. Christian, welcome. Thank you, Carlton. Thanks for being with us. Now, we'll start, and I should have called you Hall of Famer, uh, Christian Bass, to begin with, but you're in the Nevada Tennis Hall of Fame, right? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, my sister and I are in there, and uh, that was obviously a huge honor for our family um, to be in there. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, amazing. It was actually a, a fun little lunch that they had. Um, I think Mike Agassi was being inducted at the same time as, as us. And so Steffi Graf and Andre were there. I had to give a little speech. I was very nervous. Um, but, uh, just, yeah, very honored. So you grew up in Las Vegas and, and obviously, you know, you and your sister became a, a great doubles team, but how'd you get started in tennis? Why'd you pick tennis? Yeah, so actually, neither one of my parents played tennis, um, but we uh, had a free clinic, a tennis clinic down the road from our house um, at a little park called Sunset Park. And we went there and um, a gentleman there named Craig Witcher uh, just came up to my parents and I think he enjoyed what he was seeing that day, I guess, and, and offered to give us some, some tennis lessons. Um, so we started with Craig um, and really taught us technique um, and I think a true love of the game. Uh, when we were uh, introduced to it, he made it a lot of fun and um, we're with him for a few years and, and started some tournaments at six or seven. And then we actually had the opportunity to be coached by uh, Rita Agassi for a few years. Um, so that was uh, amazing just to to listen to her on a daily basis, you know, talk about tennis at the highest level. Um, you know, some of the things that we learned staying on the line of the ball and, and tactical decisions and uh, the biggest thing of, you know, taking time away from your opponents um, on the tennis court um, and, and really taught us to do that. And I think that really helped us reach uh, a very high level. Um, and then doubles, obviously, my sister and I, we, we enjoyed playing doubles together and had an opportunity to work with Ken Shoy. Uh, in Las Vegas and, you know, kind of had us understand, you know, our individual game styles um, because we are very different um, in how we would mesh, you know, on a doubles court together. So we worked with him as well. Um, but the Vegas community was just very gracious and generous with um, many adults. We'd play with four, five, five oh men that would be willing to, to play tennis with us and on the weekends, um, but everybody was just so nice and willing to, to work with us. So we worked with a lot of great individuals and that's really how we got started. And you, you went on, uh, you must've had a great junior career and then you were at the University of Notre Dame uh, where you were a multiple time All-American. Um, what was your experience like as a division one student athlete? Yeah, it was uh, amazing. Um, <clears throat> you know, had the opportunity to go work with uh, Jay Lauterbach and Michelle Dasso um, for the first three years that I was at Notre Dame and then Elizabeth Schmidt, um, who's now head coach at Rice uh, for my senior year. Um, but they really maximized our potential at, at Notre Dame. Um, it was very, very fun. My junior and senior year, uh, we were ranked as high as two in the country as a program, I think behind Stanford both years uh, for a period of time. And, um, you know, making quarterfinals of the NCAA tournaments, um, you know, my junior year, my last year as a team um, in Athens, Georgia, um, you know, under the lights. I mean, it was just a lot of fun to, to be a part of. Um, so we, we enjoyed our time uh, at Notre Dame. And like I said, really, um, you know, had an opportunity to play doubles together, which is our true passion. Um, 
and, uh, and had some success there. After such a successful playing career as, as an athlete, um, you know, soon after college, you, you decided to get into coaching. You ended up at Yale as an assistant coach. How'd you make the decision to go from, from player to coach? Yeah, so we, um, we did have a dream of playing professionally for a little bit after college together, my sister and I. And uh, so we got to travel to different cities and, and different countries and, and played professionally for about a year. And then sometimes life intervenes and you know my sister went a different direction and I was actually interested in going to nursing school. Um, so I was uh, applying at Nevada State and, um, and then Michelle Dasso, actually the, my assistant coach at Notre Dame reached out and said, there's a great opportunity to work with Danielle McNamara at Yale. Um, she's looking for an assistant coach and I think you would be, be great at it. And, um, I was very humbled by that, but um, you know, I know that in, during my time of, of loving being uh, a college athlete and then obviously pursuing this dream of professional tennis, uh, where you're back kind of out on your own, it was just such a change that I really missed you know, the team environment. And I'm a very competitive person. I, know that, I knew that going into it, I would love to be competing um, you know, as, a, as a coach and, and a mentor um, to, to athletes. So, um, it was very attractive for me and I applied and luckily Danielle brought me on board for three years um, and we had a lot of fun, a lot of success and I owe a lot of kind of the person that I am today to, to her as well and um, yeah, so that's kind of my, my uh, stint at Yale. And what did you learn there? What was it like? I mean, Yale, obviously one of the great universities in the world, um, academic institutions. What, what was it like working in the Ivy League? You know, it was great. Um, you know, a little, little different, obviously, with the way that the conference is, uh, with no conference tournaments, um, just speaking about tennis specifically, but, you know, the, the high, you know, academics, um, you know, recruiting, which, you know, is obviously very similar with, with Denver, and that's what really attracted me to come to Denver. I feel like it's uh, a very prestigious school, um, high academics, beautiful campus, when, you know, you really walk through campus at Denver, um, you know, it really feels like you're walking through Harvard, um, you know, to, to a certain degree. And um, so, you know, being at Yale was, it was a great experience, you know, working with um, some great coaches there. Um, but, uh, but I really enjoyed my time there. So let's transition to your time here at, at Denver. You, you, you become the head coach. Um, what was your initial thoughts taking over a program as a, as a new head coach? Yeah, so, you know, finishing up at Yale, I knew I wanted to come back west and, and be closer to home um, and had the opportunity to uh, work with Jeremy Wartsman, uh, who was um, a great player at Ohio State, who's number one in the country. And I knew his wife well, Gretchen, uh, who played at Purdue when I was when I was playing in college at Notre Dame. And, um, you know, I, I came out and stepped foot on campus, uh, met him and met the people at Denver, um, you know, and, and everybody was just so nice. And I just felt like it was the perfect storm to, to come and work at Denver. So I came in as, as the assistant coach my first year and we had a great year. Uh, we actually had championship, uh, conference championship points to, to make it to the tournament and fell a little bit short. It's one of those, you know, learning, learning uh, opportunities uh, for our team, but, um, had a great year and then Jeremy actually wanted to get back on the men's side. I know he's doing great things at Indiana currently. 
um, and just had the opportunity to take over the program. And I remember the, one of the first things I was scared to death. Um, you know, I remember one of the first things that I, that I did was jump on and, and get on some phone calls and start recruiting um, and <clears throat> had the opportunity to recruit, recruit uh, one of the best players, you know, that's, that's played for, for me. And we've had a few, but um, Julia Laughlin down in Florida and jumped on the plane pretty quickly, went and watched her play. And, um, you know, that's kind of how I, how I started. And um, she obviously had great success being one of our first All-Americans here. So I've got to brag on you a little bit. So you, you've done not just okay here at Denver, you've done exceptionally well. Uh, six consecutive Summit League championships, uh, which would have, which is also six consecutive NCAA tournament bursts. Uh, well on our way to that seventh championship before the season uh, ended last spring. Uh, in February, you upset the number 25 ranked team in the country, South Carolina Power 5 program. Um, what do you think has allowed you to have such an immediate impact and have such dominant success here at Denver? So I think for sure uh, the foundation that was laid before I got here. Uh, we had some amazing coaches come through here. Uh, Jeff and Dana Young. Jeff is, you know, doing some great things, um, you know, in Minnesota at Minnesota on the men's side. Amy Jensen, who brought the program, you know, up to top 20, and think in 2008. Um, you know, we've had great players come through here. Um, so definitely there was a foundation that was laid before I came and my goal was just to kind of add some stepping stones to that. Um, but I would definitely say, you know, recruiting um, and being able to um, recruit at, at, at just this amazing place, amazing city. Um, it's, it's very easy to, to market the University of Denver. Um, I think Truthfully, for me, um, you know, I love challenging my athletes. I think strength of schedule for us has been something that I really, really uh, try to do uh, on a yearly basis. Um, I remember my very first year, we actually played uh, North Carolina, was number one in the country for my very first head coach uh, match. And um, I just felt like if I could and I continue to feel this way, if I can get my athletes um, to be put in the most challenging situations um, and get them to, to see that they can compete with the best in the country um, and, and really kind of create that belief, which I think we really have and, and have had since kind of day one playing against North Carolina. Um, you know, it, it, it gave us an opportunity um, in speaking about that weekend to go on in, in the very next match and take out a, a ranked team that was a top 40 team. Um, with actually one of our freshmen, uh, Sonia Radosevich, clenching the match. But I really like to, you know, have that strength of schedule to make sure that we can believe um, that we can beat anybody in the country. Um, and, you know, I think lastly, the big piece for me, too, is just being a part of a department where um, we've had success winning national championships. And that's pretty rare to be a part of, you know, an institution where, you know, I'm nuzzled in between Bill Tierney and, and Dave Carl, who have both won national championships. Um, I'm in awe of our coaches every day and what they're, you know, what they bring to the table. Um, but I really would like to, to be that successful one day, you know, down the road. 
Well, your, your schedule got me in trouble. About a year ago, I thought it was going to be a great idea where I would tweet about every Power 5 victory we got for every team, right? So Power 5 schools, the major conferences. And I quickly realized, I hadn't done my homework, I was tweeting an awful lot, and it got a little uh, mundane. And your program was part of that reason. You kept knocking off Power 5 after Power 5 after Power 5. But that's a credit to you for that scheduling philosophy and also to be able to have the student athletes and the coaching ability to win those matches when you schedule them. So uh, it's been a, it's been a great philosophy and it's certainly worked to our advantage here at Denver. Uh, so one thing that's new uh, in the, in the last year is, is the Denver tennis park, a new facility we have that's adjacent uh, to campus uh, right on uh, interstate 25 here at our campus, uh, seven indoor courts, uh, outdoor courts. It's a, it's a great advantage. Uh, to have a facility that close and for recruiting, just talk about uh, the first year in the Denver Tennis Park. Absolutely. Um, the Denver Tennis Park is, is really there to, to serve the youth. Um, you know, it's been uh, an amazing, um, you know, new facility for us. We used to have to commute all the time um, to get our athletes to practice, especially during the winter months. So obviously having an indoor tennis facility has been huge for, for our program. Uh, amazing for recruiting. It's a beautiful facility to, to what you mentioned, seven uh, indoor courts, six outdoor courts. You know, when you're standing on uh, sort of the, the north or north side of, of the outdoor courts, you know, you can really get a really good view of, of campus. Um, so, you know, it's been such a great addition in so many ways. Uh, obviously, Kathy Shopnick and Jane Hamilton um, had some great donations um, to be able to to help us build this facility that we that was very much needed. Um, so, you know, thanking them. They had a great little uh, dedication last summer that we were a part of and our teams were a part of, um, you know, where they actually had this very cute ceremonial serve. Uh, everyone in the building hit a serve uh, to, to sort of dedicate the building, um, but very just grateful for those two individuals to, to help our facility come to fruition. Um, and it's just been nice and convenient for the athletes to be able to walk back and forth uh, from campus to the facility, uh, Wash Park, you know, the location being in between, you know, the, the, all the sports fields at, at South High School, uh, you couldn't ask for a better facility and a better location. It's, it was really a great project. I was so grateful to inherit it. You know, it was near completion when I, when I got here two years ago. And it's a, it's a partnership with Denver Public Schools. It's, it's on their property. It's independently uh, run as a nonprofit uh, to serve the community, to serve certainly Denver Public Schools, but also the youth community and the University of Denver. So it's an incredibly creative and uh, beneficial uh, project that's helping out uh, multiple entities in our community. Um, what do you see uh, when you think about the future and what's next for, for tennis at the University of Denver or the women's tennis program and, and what's your philosophy moving forward? Sure, yeah, I think, um, you know, obviously with, uh, with COVID-19 still around, I know that, you know, in talking with our girls over the course of quarantine and, and lockdown and um, they're all itching to get back. They, they love, you know, being here and, you know, working uh, with, with our coaches and it's just, uh, something that we're, we're looking forward to this upcoming year. We had no seniors this past year, um, so everybody's coming back, which, you know, just happened to be a unique situation, and, and we're very grateful for that, that everyone's going to be coming back. We had a very talented team, a lot of good leadership, um, so we're excited to get them back on campus, and, you know, I know that they're just going to be flexible and, um, you know, work 
work towards whatever season, you know, we obviously do have, um, you know, I know that they'll be grateful to, to just compete and play to whatever capacity that is um, and work hard. And, um, you know, but outside of that, you know, I, I'd love to continue just pushing our program in the right direction, getting recruits here that, that fit our culture and, and our program. And, um, you know, we're looking forward to another great year coming up. All right, last tough question. Do you still play? <laughs> I do, Carlton. I actually <laughs> often with the girls, we have a lot of fun. I know that it seems to always elevate their level, um, you know, when I when I hit in and, and get competitive with the girls. But, um, you know, I, I try to play as much as I can and, and I really enjoy it. And what do you do off the court? What do you do for fun, Kristen? Oh, uh, Currently uh, taking care of my, my nine and a half month old who just started walking, but outside. Yeah, you haven't had a lot of free time. Yeah, actually, uh, I, I should talk to Stacy at some point, but whenever I have time, which is usually in the summer months after, you know, four or five o'clock, uh, I do enjoy playing a little bit of golf. It kind of gets me away from things, and um, it's definitely a hobby, hobby that I enjoy doing. Great. Well, Christian, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us today. I know our supporters loved uh, getting to know you a little bit better. Congratulations on all your success and your continued success. Thank you for all you're doing for the University of Denver and our students. Thanks, Christian. Thank you, Carlton.